everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is March 27th, 2023. Can you think, Dave, of yeah. a Monday that we've been in here where you go, man, there is a lot to talk about. So much excitement in this town. I mean, this town is really, really excited as they should be. Like, it's a pretty cool Monday in San Diego. It's unusual. It's an unusual Monday. Here, Here's yeah. what I will say, okay? You tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to tell me I'm wrong. There are major sports. When I say major, meaning the rest of the world, the rest of the United States is talking about them too. Yeah. And those are basically football, basketball, baseball, for mm-hmm. the most part, and March Madness. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but we're out of the football game. Don't sit there and tell me anything you want about box lacrosse or don't tell me about soccer. No. This, every time I see people get excited about soccer, I, and, I, and Tony Hawk made an appearance this weekend, I'm like, fuck you, Tony Yay. Hawk. Tony Hawk wanted the Chargers out. Remember? We ran, that's why we ran his ass out of yeah. San Diego. <laughs> so, You're fuck Tory's him. problem now. Exactly. Fuck him. And I'm like, fuck this all this soccer minor league bullshit. But the March Madness now is big time. This yeah. is a national story. And when I'm watching Get Up This Morning, first story, San Diego State. Yeah. I'm watching Stephen A. Smith's show, even though he wasn't working today. If it's the first story, it's big time. And San Diego's Great. involved. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. No. I what I remember being in here the day after March Madness. Yeah. Or, or uh, Selection Sunday. Oh, okay. Thought you were talking in previous year. Go no, ahead. no, no. We And we had done our brackets... And then right before, I made a couple of changes. And what's really, really funny is I was watching CBS. Yeah. And I was going to tweet this, but it's just, everybody does it. But Clark Kellogg and Seth Davis, I don't know. I think you said you didn't see that show. I didn't. Man, as soon as they announced the bracket, and it's not hyperbole, all of us that were watching, you remember. Boy, they couldn't say fast enough how uh it wasn't great and who uh, mind blanking who'd they play in the first round before they beat Furman they beat Furman Alabama Creighton somebody yeah, like, with a C it was like Charleston Charleston boy Seth Davis and Clark Kellogg couldn't tell you fast enough on selection Sunday how Charleston was the team the bracket breaker and they were going to jump all over it yep and I thought Drake was that team and it fucking went no, out right but, away yeah, but Bitch. again, regarding San Diego State, they were telling you how quickly the Aztecs were going to be out. Yeah. And in my original bracket, I'm not going to lie. Oh, shit. I had Charleston. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. And then I looked at that and I go, fuck am I doing? Why am I listening to these two assholes? I'd much rather pick State to win two games yeah. and be disappointed yeah. than have State not win at all and feel like a complete fucking idiot. So yeah. I did. You I did. Had, I had them winning two games. You did it right here on the show. I didn't think they'd get by Virginia. Never faced Virginia. Never faced them. And then uh, Friday night, I'm in Tempe. Yeah. I'm on the campus of Arizona State. Dave, you, you go over by that. You're over in Arizona yeah, a lot. all the time. But there was a, a sports bar directly outside ASU's football stadium called Zips. Yeah. And uh, Jack and I go in there right after the Angel Padre game. And, dude, that whole place was cheering for San Diego State. Okay. Now, I think a lot of people are cheering for the upset. But then all of a sudden, as we're walking out, there's a bunch of people in Padre hats. There's a bunch of people, because we'd been yeah. over in Tempe. Of course. A bunch of people in Aztec sweatshirts. And that was absolutely incredible. 
watching that. And then yesterday, Dave, of all places, out at Padre Murphy's. <laughs> old stopping grounds. Old school Peoria. Yeah. And sitting in there again with Jack, betting the dogs, betting dog races, having lunch, and a bunch of people in that bar cheering for San Diego State. And, and what an incredible couple of days for the Aztecs yeah. and their alumni, for Ted. Man, it just... A lot of people have said that for Ted. Yeah, I was pretty stoked for him. Yeah. And uh, and just incredible. You know, it's really funny. You and I, you, we were laughing about this last week. How you said, uh, what's the old man thing you do? Getting the paper delivered again. Yeah. And being gone in Arizona since Thursday, coming back, not having to scroll through my phone or my tablet to find the stories, but just having... The papers from each of those days with the color pictures and Bryce and, and Mark Ziegler there. Really, yeah. really fun. Yeah. yeah. So No, it's it's wild, man. I mean, it's Final Four. It sounds kind of crazy. And it is. It's kind of hard to believe. I had Chris Broussard on driving down yeah. here, and they had Aztec inside of Rich Hornberger on when I think <laughs> Aztec basketball. Shut up. They did? They did. Oh, nice, nice grab. Nice grab. What the fuck? Do I'd go to. <laughs> I never went to San Diego State. What the hell? He's on the flagship, and oh, he's the analyst for San Diego State football. Oh, yeah, that counts. That counts. Yeah. Jesus Christ. does, right? <laughs> it does not count at all. Oh, I thought it did. It's fucking ridiculous. That's ridiculous. What are we doing here? So, <laughs> all right, a couple things about San Diego State, all right? And people right now go, ah, oh, you're a hater. I'm not telling you I'm a hater. I'm telling you it's the only team in this town that I really actually have a tie to. You know, it's like... Well, you know, here's the here's the deal, and I'll be honest with you right here on the show. I was rooting for Alabama over San Diego State. Oh, I know you were. And I said to you on the show, "Hey, if San Diego State wins, they can fucking go to the Final Four. You yeah. know, like like the, the, no joke. Like things set up really good. Now maybe I'm just sitting there going, what a dream scenario is. I wish the game didn't end that way, because every show every, that the reason San Diego State was a top story. Wait, you're talking Alabama's game? No, or I'm Creighton's talking game? Creighton's game. Oh, okay. Alabama's game, San Diego State straight up yeah. beat them. The Creighton game, and I'm not saying San Diego State won in a one in overtime. I just wish it wasn't one of those San Diego State fucking call moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody wants to be part of the the uh, fumble ruski, a tuck rule, any of that shit. And so one of the, I think it was Jason Williams had it written out saying the average amount of fouls called in an NCAA game is 37 to 45. Okay. There are only 22 in that game. That didn't feel like there were many, yeah. That was a fun game. Which means... Nerve-wracking game, but fun. Which means that referees were letting them play. Mm -hmm. That was a game we let them play. And someone made the point, The clock. I think it was Seth Greenberg said, the clock is your friend if you're, uh, if you're a referee. Meaning, you have overtime. Yeah. Let it go five more minutes. Don't be the guy that calls the whistle from 30 feet out on a hand on the hip. It wasn't a slap on the wrist. It wasn't a hand. It wasn't anything up top. Not saying it wasn't a foul, mm -hmm. but the fact that everyone goes, Creighton got ripped off. That was the story nationally. Creighton got ripped off, not San Diego State earned it. Fuck him. And I, so you say that, but if it was the other way around, you'd be losing your no, shit. You know I, what you'd be saying right now? The fucking Super Bowl ended this way. The fucking March Madness <laughs> no, ended this way. I wouldn't. Bullshit, because everyone Bullshit. says. Bullshit, what oh, do you oh, know? Hey, did Matt Holiday touch home plate? 
No. Oh, bullshit. He did touch home. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I just made my point. You hate San Diego State. I, bullshit. You hate everything in this town. That's my point. And you're always going to be the guy that's When it works in your fucking favor. You guys could take Matt Holiday's home plate and shove it right up your goddamn San Diego State Fuck. ass. Stay focused for once. My point is when it benefits you, you're happy. But if it doesn't, okay, you so can't save the 360. What about the guy on CBS who says when you call the foul, call the foul? He has to say that. Oh, he does Gene, not. Gene, Stop. Gene, whatever no, the referee. Gene, the all guy, those guys. Whoever the guy was sitting there with Iron Eagle. Oh, he, he doesn't know Jack Squat. That's why he's sitting with oh, Iron okay. Eagle. That's why he's sitting. Fran Frischilla? Oh. Jesus Christ. My point is, that was Go the ahead. story. Go ahead. Let me hear it. That's the national story. Not that I heard today. Well, you were at work. How do you know? No, you, you were driving in the shit. middle of the desert. You got your head in Come the fucking on. sand. Go fuck a cactus. You go fuck a cactus. You sat here in your fucking garage and look for the one thing right, that I'll you're going to hate about they, San Diego State. They didn't earn it. You All didn't right? earn Just it. Just like Mickey talking Rocky, nice. Rocky 3. Nice. Just like your sandbags. Fucking, your Alabama team fell apart. You had to sit here with your dip. Didn't have, oh, how many cans do I have left? I'm going to go through Dude, three Kevin, of them. I am sitting count. That's all you did. I didn't call you once and say, bring me back a can either. I wouldn't. I would have fucking. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> now. Go ahead. For all you fucking idiots out there. Fucking Mr. Loyal to say an egg. What are you doing Saturday? You going to watch the game? I'll be at WrestleMania. Yeah, there you go, bitch. What are you doing? You'll be here. I'll be watch, yeah, of watching course. the game. What else do you do? You never fucking leave the house. Fucking San Diego State, god dang, never gets to the Final Four, but you're going to go see fucking Cody Rhodes. tights. Fucking do something yeah. that's already predetermined. Fine. Yeah. I want a lot Mr. of you. San Diego over here. Shut your mouth. Jesus. God dang embarrassment. So while Dave's sitting here in his garage, you fuckers, this was all a test. Yes. To see if any of you, any of you, had figured it out. And about, there were a handful. Handful did. Handful figured it out. That game ends. I've already had a great time. I'm watching all of you chirp at Palais. And then, like, the great Bobby the Brain Heenan, I say to my son, Jack, I go, watch this. We're about to have some fun. Jack goes, what's going to happen? I call Palais. Yeah. I call Palais. I'm outside. <laughs> this place zips at ASU. And Dave, what did I tell you? You said, dude, go take a picture of yourself in San Diego State gear and post it. And put it put the number one up. Yeah. And I said, tag, tag Anthony. I, yeah, tag Tony Gwynn Jr. And I said, just fucking ignore like you've ever said anything about Alabama. Yeah. Dave, I swear to God, it's the funniest fucking thing you've ever put on Twitter. It's even funnier than I visualized it in my head. Like 500 people liked it. I go to Jack. I go, this is so fucking great. You couldn't have been happier. You got the perfect San Diego State sweatshirt on. And there were a handful. Okay. Yeah. I've owned that sweatshirt for 25 years. I haven't worn it in 20. That's what Dave tells me. (laughs) Dave says to me on the phone, I go, dude, what do you have San Diego State? You got to do this right now. It's going to be brilliant. I don't even know. I might have a sweatshirt. I go, fuck, go find it. Got to get the dust off the shoulders. Yeah. It's on the the hanger. So you go, you put it on, you put the hat on. I go, fire it. I was shocked I found the hat. I couldn't (laughs) believe I found the hat. It was. I go, fire the number yeah. one. Yeah. And poor Anthony, we just fucking drag his yeah, ass yeah. into it. And then I said to Jack, let's just sit back and watch. Now, there's a handful of you that don't know, maybe didn't know Dave's ties to Alabama. Dave's. I got a fucking Alabama tattoo on my arm. 
Right. Yeah. Dave's trash talking of San Diego State like we heard tonight. <laughs> there were a handful that were like, man, what a great day for all of us alumni. Yeah. And I'm like, this, who the fuck is this clueless bastard? There's nothing about Dave, but he's happy. That's good. That was about 5%. This is bastard. Yeah. There was about 15% of you that actually got the joke and jumped in and laughed and said, oh, your support means so much. It's great to have you here. That was pretty funny. And then the other 80%, like you always do, you took the fucking bait. What the fuck? Fuck you, Pele. So confused by your fandom. You fucking... Somebody called him a puto. They did. Puta? Hey. I, and I'm, I was blocked by that guy. That was disappointing. And then someone screenshot it and sent it to me. Because I... A bunch <laughs> of you assholes block me, and then you want to give me a compliment I, or insult me. And you, you can't even see it. Uh, last time I checked tonight... Yeah. It's like 375 likes. Yes. It's... Dave's bit... Like, every now and then, we just let you in on the bit. And some of you get it, and you're always like, oh, yeah, of course, I get it. I'm with Erica at the Padre game Yeah. the next day. Hey, how about Dave? We told him to do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this show, if there was one role model, like, you go into different churches, right? And, yeah. and you may see the Pope. You may see Gandhi, you may see Jesus or Buddha. It's all beautiful. If you came into this garage, the only thing missing is a poster of Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> because that, that is the guy who drives this ship. And Dave and I pay tribute to him every day. And if you don't remember, Ravishing Rick Rude would come out every night in the 80s. He'd have his theme song playing and he'd yell at some poor fuck. Cut the music. <laughs> Dave would be that guy. Cut the music. Some scrub like Al Horton scrambled, turned the microphone down. And he would say, I want all you fat, sweaty, point loma slobs to keep the noise down so I could show your ladies what a real man looks like. Hit the music. And it was the funniest shit all the time. And guys would give him the bullshit yeah, sign, the yeah, hook em horns bullshit, or the finger. And he didn't care. He would no. just do it. And so I don't know, Dave, why, what made me think of it. You went along with it perfectly. It's the funniest shit. And then I, I texted you. I go, okay, now I got to act like I'm disgusted. Yeah. So then I write, where the hell is security <laughs> to throw this guy out of here? And then I go to Jack, watch this. 20 people. I'm so sorry you got to put up with that guy. Oh, it's sickening. It sucks. I'm like, you fucking goofs. <laughs> uh, I, I hate to let you know, but... Okay, had, had, yeah. had I not texted you, because, and the other thing was, you did it so quick, like it eliminated everybody. That was the best part, is eliminated everyone shit-talking. It was too fast. Yeah. Like, I literally, if you had a camera on it, you would have laughed even harder. I literally ran in the closet. I have, like, 80 T-shirts. It was on the bottom, of course. San Diego State T-shirt. Sweatshirt, I knew where it was. But when I found the hat, I was where like, holy was fuck. It was, it was everything I have. You're going to laugh. Everything I have is color-coordinated. I knew well, I had a good. black sweatshirt. So I just scrolled through the black sweatshirts, and I found it. <laughs> I was like, boom, here it is. 
And but when I found the hat, I was like, "Oh fuck, I got a hat!" <laughs> and uh, and I grabbed the hat. The t- shirt I was wearing underneath, I swear to you, I think I bought when I was a student at State. Like it was, I think it was the old SDSU. I didn't realize they had an Aztec T-shirt. Yeah, it literally <laughs> ran in the closet, threw all that shit on, took the picture, Dude, all within. that shit off. It was within thirty seconds on off. Yeah, fucking out. And when then, you and, sent me the message, Dave sent me a text and said, "I just tweeted it." Yeah. And I go to Jack. We're walking out the car. Go, oh, fuck. Here we go. It's fucking hot now. My son's dying. He's like, what? I go, oh, wait. Wait till you see this shit. And uh, I showed him. He's like, oh, my God. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And 100%. Yes, I was cheering for Alabama against State. But I've rooted for State every other game. Like, I was yeah, rooting for them to, to And I would love to see them win a national championship. That'd be yes. crazy if they won a championship before even the Padres. I right? do think I heard a lot of Aztec players. Ted was on tonight. Um, you know, different coaches, right? Every Rich Ornberger. Yeah, of course, man. But all of them, including Rich, all said the same thing, Dave, which is we've all kind of done what you just said, which is, man, can you imagine playing for the national championship yeah. or winning it? And all of them, all all the Aztec guys are pretty smart. Maybe that's a credit to what Steve Fisher started and Brian yep. Dutcher continues. Like, hang on, hang on. FAU's pretty good. Yeah, FAU's also, pretty good. They're I mean, in the final four. You don't win that many games in a season if you suck. Right. Yeah. And so they said, we'll try to follow the formula. Yeah. But uh but I, I mean I think I think Brian and his staff have been around a long time. And they got a veteran team. I mean, they yeah. not too many teams have guys with, you know, that age. You know what I mean? But if you're UConn right now, you're kind of feeling like Okay, so that's what I want to get to. I fully expect San Diego State to to win on Saturday. Okay. I, I mean if I was betting, I don't know what the lines are, I'd pick state. Okay. UConn looks fucking at a whole nother level, right? Crazy what are you right saying now. right right now? Anything can happen. I mean, hell Alabama fucking lost and they're the right. number one seed. All of them lost. Yes. So a couple things about this, which is wild. There's no team that's ranked number one since 1979. There are no McDonald's All-Americans on any of these teams. Whoa. That's kind of nuts, That's pretty wild. That's what they get for eliminating our Wooden Award vote. That's right. Fuckers. So so We liked it. (laughs) Here's what I will suggest, because I've asked some people who are a San Diego State alum. We always say this city is run by San Diego State alum. It is. People I know with good jobs, a lot of money. People Mm -hmm. who can afford the trip to Houston. Look, when you, and I'm giving you advice right here, if you're thinking about it, if you don't go on Saturday and you decide, hey, San Diego State's in the national championship game on Monday, mm-hmm. you can get in for like nothing. Because what happens is, let's say you're FAU or you're Miami, mm-hmm. you're going to go home after yeah. Saturday. All of a sudden, there are a shitload of tickets available. That's what happened yesterday. Yeah. All, all the Alabama fans yeah. were unloading. There's a ton of tickets available. That you obviously got to pay for the flight. But if you want to see maybe the chance of a lifetime, which you never yeah. thought you would, to see your team in the national championship game, get on the fucking plane the for three hours floor, or whatever and go, go see. Yeah. Well, it might be crazy expensive to buy a full pass for, for Saturday and, and yeah, Monday, but, but Monday's I, cheap, dude. Monday's cheap. National championship game? Call in sick to work and fucking go, dipshits. What are you, crazy? It's one game. I, w- I would try to go Saturday. Would you do it? Yeah. I mean, if I listen, I I, I can't. Try to act like I'm a diehard Aztec fan. I didn't go to one game this year. I didn't take my kids to the games this year. But uh, Dave's alumni, I have my two-year. You've been following the school your whole life, though. Yeah, I got two year, my two-year certificate, casino Fine. management counts, from San Diego State. Counts. My ex is a graduate. Yeah. And that was what was really fun. Yeah. Is 
Jack and I were in, started watching. Um, like they were gone, so I I've been able to see pretty much every minute of every game yeah. for them here, and I've enjoyed it so much. But Jack and I were completely into it on on Friday and Love Sunday. It. But their mom, who's alumni, yeah, she's texting me, going, "Oh my god." This is nerve wracking. This is crazy. Yeah. Like so excited, and Cade's into it. He's a casual fan. He's into it, and and that's the kind of thing that uh, I heard Mark Larson talking about it. Um, really? Yeah, because he was saying, because I guess Slater that dipshit. Yeah. What that fucking guy sucks. I, I don't <laughs> even know why that guy's on the air. But apparently, he said earlier tonight on Kogo. He was surprised that people went out. There were maybe 100 people that went out to meet the bus last night at 1 a.m. Yeah. And that fucking idiot Slater sucks. He's putting it down, saying it was a dumb idea? Dude, he's a fucking... off. Right. And Mark, to his credit, was here in 84, Yeah, was on uh, KFMB and talked tonight about, you know, when the Padres came back from Chicago down 02. Yeah. I was out there. It was great. And that is the fun thing, man. These things, whether it was the Padres in October or San Diego State right now. I mean, the ultimate was when the Chargers came back from Pittsburgh. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Lucky enough to be on the field that yeah. night and and watching all that. But, you know, man, it's just it's an exciting time. And and just for the players on that team yeah. and, and watching everything and for Brian Dutcher, who – how great is that? Waited. What is that, 63? Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. Yeah. We we told you two weeks ago, because of Mark Ziegler, hey, be concerned. Maybe Minnesota comes in. Fuck that. Yeah. Not, he's not going anywhere. And that's the best thing. Yeah. Is that you'll have that continuity in the program. And, and I said it, man. When they opened it up, I said, dude, that's a huge program. You're not going to talk to anybody? Yeah. They, they did the right thing. They did the right thing. He's a good man. His staff's good. I love what Mark Ziegler wrote. That Dave, they they recruit kids of character. Yep. They didn't. I also thought it was great that they didn't point the finger at Alabama or get involved in any of that situation. They didn't. They just said we recruit guys of character. Not mentioning any other schools or just saying, hey, what we do within our world. And I think if you're watching it locally. Uh, you can you can have some fun with that. Really exciting time and unexpected. I think that's a really fun thing. It is. I mean, they were picked to lose in the first round, yeah. and here they are in the final four. And so, and technically not really. You know what I mean? The no, bracket doesn't show that. You know, I mean, look, when a bracket, if guys know what they're doing, which they don't, mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing, that means the higher seed wins every game. Yeah. Because that's how it's put out. It's meant to have the highest seed win every game. Well, obviously, yeah. the guys who are the experts who only do this as a job, they don't know shit. No. I mean, they literally said, Dave, yeah. on that show. Yeah, they don't know shit. As soon as they announced it, Clark Kellogg and Seth Davis. Yeah. I don't know where you figure Clark for college basketball. I like but Clark. I do. Good. I do like him. Man. I like both guys. Honestly, I like both guys. When they were picking the yeah. first team yeah. they said was San Diego State out. Yeah. It's not like there were 11 teams and State was one of them. The first team they said was, oh, yeah, when, and they picked against State. Yeah. And it was funny. Yeah, you could tag them. Like, they know. They know what the fuck they did. <laughs> they know they're stupid. Well, 
Okay, so when you when you look at the whole process here of what San Diego State is doing right now, again, it, it is mm-hmm. a major story. It's kind of crazy. It's the same week that we're excited about <laughs> yeah, opening, opening day. day. Yeah, and you look at all the excitement factors as far as San Diego State being a national story. Our boy Sean Walchef, you were out of town yesterday. Mm-hmm. Literally, man, I did the, the the spit take move. Like you know, like what the fuck you just say? So he's yeah. on, he's on KUSI. Okay, and of course KUSI is talking about eating barbecue on the day of the big game. And Sean drops this line. Hey, I went to USD, but we're all Aztecs today. Oh, boy. Yeah. Are you out of your fucking mind? Get out of here, Torero. Get out of here. How many people at USD are like, shut the fuck shut up? Shut the fuck up, Sean. Okay? Because Jeff says to me all the time, hey, I grew up in Minnesota, but we're all Packer fans today. Yeah, that doesn't happen ever. <laughs> yeah, we don't say it about the Dodgers. Hey, we're down here in San Diego. <laughs> what a shithead. What a, the fuck is going on? I thought that get you tomorrow. Well, that's what you get when you get up at four. <laughs> Sleep in. And get your shit together. <laughs> I go, why don't you just say, hey, we're all Aztec fans. Yeah. Boom. You don't say anything about going to USD. Nobody's asking. Ostel's not saying, show us your diploma. <laughs> Your student ID card. His goddamn colors for Cali Barbecue are Aztec colors. Right. He figured it out. Fuck. Jesus. You figured it out. You got to the right school. Steve Lavin's not going to cut your pass. <laughs> um, so fun, Kill man. Me. So super exciting. But yeah, yeah Dave, uh, trust me. <clears throat> when I'm talking to Jack, and I'm like, we're going to be on this fucking shuttle. Yeah. Because what time's tip off? Uh, tip off is like three thirty, I think. I don't know. Hold on, I just looked at it. I know I, I literally asked. I got an Alexa, but I literally yeah. asked Alexa, "When is um, what time does WrestleMania start?" Because I wanted to know if it was going to conflict with what you were doing. We um, we'll be at SoFi. Yeah, but I have YouTube TV on my phone. Oh, cool. But we'll be able to watch it. Oh my gosh, that's, but, so, that's so funny. And uh, you're we, taking Kate right to this one. No, this is Jack. Jack's going to WrestleMania? Yeah, that's all he's in. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. Oh, I thought Jack was Jack spring, was spring training, training and Cade was WrestleMania. No? Nope. Jack, uh, Cade's taking his mom to Godfather on Saturday for her birthday. Oh, that's nice. So they'll watch the Aztecs and then head to... Uh, fuck, I may have to adjust their... I'm glad you said that, Dave. I'm going to have to adjust their reservation. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's cool. Um, no, it, it's great, but... Um, I just think, man, it it's really exciting time and and incredibly exciting for for Brian Dutcher and recruiting and and all those guys. But man, the last couple of minutes of that game, back and forth. I mean, if I'm Creighton today, three oh nine tip off. Okay, three oh nine tip off. Uh, okay, cool. Thank you, Dave. If I'm Creighton, yeah. The thing I said to Jack with about five minutes to go in that game, yeah. Scores tied. And I looked at Jack and I said, is it me as a San Diego guy? Or do you feel like this entire game, Creighton should be up by 20 and we're, and we're tied? I go, I feel like, th- actually what I said to him was, this feels very much like old school Charger games. I didn't, I didn't say it, but this is what I was thinking. And all of you Charger fans, you know exactly what I'm telling you. How many games, Dave, did we go to? Did we cover at Qualcomm? were fumbles yeah. and different things would go the Chargers' way. 
And all of a sudden, it just felt like they were just kicking the shit out of whatever team there was there. Pick any team you want. And you would go to the third quarter, and it was 9-3 to three Chargers. Yeah. And you go, how is this game not 29-3? to three? <laughs> And then, who again, pick the team, whoever you want it to be. 9 to 3 9 to 3 and that yep. what 3 minutes ago they throw a touchdown and win 10 to 9. If I'm Creighton uh I got to be looking at that and you go whatever you want to complain about the foul. I think if they're realistic with themselves they would probably go back and watch that tape and say we should have been up by 15 this oh, entire I agree. game. I agree. We should we had this game and we let San Diego State back in it. Yep. And then we let them back in it. Yeah. And yeah. then we, I mean. It's true. You had a five-point lead at half. And San Diego he, State made great adjustments. And when you come out, and I think they're two of 11 yeah. from the field, and State was three of 13. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, no matter how that goes, San Diego State at the end, with the inbound pass, right? Yeah. And I mean, God, there was just so many different things. So, like, I'm thrilled for State. I really am, and and every now and then you, yeah. you get. I think Chris Ello said it, and uh, and he's exactly right. Every now and then, it's just about sometimes the luck falls your way and you advance. You know, it's nuts. Is it's a twenty-two thousand seat arena where San Diego State played the last two games. You know, in Louisville, yeah, the Yum Center, and you go. That's a big arena. You can see the shooting was off for Alabama, for San yeah. Diego State, for Creighton, all those guys. No one shot really well. Yeah. Because you're looking at the basket, you have all that space behind you, it kind of throws off your your death perception. Right. The good news is for San Diego State, the championship game is played in Energy Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's where the Texans play. Yeah. So it kind of got you a little bit ready for, man, you know, there's an adjustment. It's not yeah. it's not a small arena. This is it gets bigger than what it just was to to hopefully make the adjustment shooting everything else and, and things bounce back into place for for the Aztecs, but Man, what do they say? Defense doesn't go into a slump. And that's no. how they say defense is very, very good. Uh, and I, I think one of the things that works in State's favor is you don't have a one seed on the other side, yeah. right? You're you're not facing uh, uh, whoever. I don't know who the one would have been that they would have faced up against. But, I mean, you, you matched up against Alabama. But using that game. Yeah. Had it been San Diego State against Alabama – you go, oh man, here's a one seed. Not that they've played in a football stadium, yeah. But you got FAU, and it's going to be the same thing for them, man. It's a big stadium for them, and they're figuring it out. I don't know. You you may know UConn's history better than I do, but um, or or Miami's. Miami's never done shit. UConn, yeah. of course, has won national championships, but I don't know that any of these current yeah. kids have been there. And I just, I, I just. It's the one thing where you look at that coaching staff and you go, these guys have been around. Yeah. They get it. I heard Brian with um, with Darren, I think when they were getting ready to go to Louisville, I think they were getting ready to go there. And talking about going out on the floor, yeah, kind of getting that feeling, like you just mentioned, Dave, what the lighting's like, getting the basket, shooting, just trying to catch uh, you know, the depth, perception, all those different things. And then you kind of go into a high school gym and have your actual practice. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a big difference. People oh, yeah. go, people go, what are you talking about? But I remember, you, you will remember this. Remember when Michael Jordan and the Bulls went from the old Chicago Stadium to the United Center? Yeah. And the Bulls couldn't shoot for shit. Yeah. 
It was, then they all complained about the same damn thing. Yeah. And so it, it is, it is a damn difference. So anyway, man, it, it's going to be exciting. I do expect, I'm not just saying it for hyperbole, but I think San Diego State plays UConn in the championship. Oh game. my God. Uh, by the way, in that situation, yeah, we had talked about having uh, Fangirl and Erica in here Sunday night. Yeah, Erica is actually going to the final four. Her. So, just giving you a heads up, we'll know. But if there's, if they by any chance make it to the national championship, which we're all hoping for, we're not doing a show Monday night. We just, I'm going to be at WrestleMania, and like everybody. We're going to want to be somewhere watching that game, not trying to sit here and watch it off and, the TV with and, volume off. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not doing that. So if uh, if state doesn't advance, we'll be back Monday night. If state does advance, then we'll probably just do one show next week, Tuesday or Wednesday, and we'll figure okay. it out and, and go from there. But just want everybody to get a heads up. But also wanted to give you a heads up that there won't be a show Sunday night. Uh, Erica's traveling, so we'll we'll get those guys back in here down the road. All right, so here, here. Let me ask you: Spring training. Ugh. Tell me about tell me about the days in Arizona. You know, I just Dave, you get it, you get it as a dad. Yeah, it was so much fun. We left Thursday, and when we left, uh, we got out early. My son Jack is fifteen, loves the pods, has never done spring training. Yeah, and we got out, and man, it was pouring in Alpine. Zero visibility, yeah. and I was like, "Man, this is going to be a long day." And what are we getting into? But you know what? You make this drive all the time. A lot of you make this drive all the time. As soon uh, Golden Acorn, it was bad, and yeah. you're and you're seeing all that shit. Um, I see before about, the bridges. We, we oh, thinking yeah. about the whole ride on the bus. Yeah, absolutely. And then we got through that, and kind of between. Uh, Golden Acorn and El Centro, it opened up yeah. and became perfect. And we just, I mean, dude, I'm so lucky that my son is the most mellow guy on the planet. He is the most easygoing guy. He is down for anything. And he is a quick laugh. He's a lot of fun. And so we just stopped in Yuma. We had lunch. We made it out. You want to hear the all-time fucking Jeff move? Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is great. You're going to enjoy this one, Dave. So I go to pull my hotel reservation on Wednesday because I'm like, oh, I got to figure out, you know, where we're going. And I go pull it, and I realize that your podcast buddy booked it and paid for days in February, not March. Shut the fuck up. Because what I figured out, what I told their mom is the calendar is the same. And it's the first time I had ever booked a trip on Capital One. I used my 25,000 miles, 375 bucks. And you're just looking at Thursday the 23rd through the 26th. And I booked it, and I go to pull this reservation. Holy shit. And I go, holy fuck. I paid 380 bucks. For a room you never checked into. And, dude, I said to their mom, I go, there's a fucking box you check. No refunds, no returns. Please click this to say you've confirmed your dates, and I fucking yeah. clicked it. I will give Capital One credit. <laughs> you, I, didn't, you didn't notice, though, when you looked at your card in the past that, fuck, I got charged for a room, or you just assumed it I was thought for the future? I, yeah. Oh, I wanted fuck. everything paid in the future. And it's Shit. just one of those things, Dave, where you just go, fuck, man, that's 100% on me. And so, the dude, I'll tell you what, the guys at Capital One in the travel department. They return your money? 
They didn't return the money, okay. but that guy tried for like an hour and a half to make something happen. And I won't mention the hotel. The hotel was following policy and yeah. procedure. I was the guy who fucked it up. Yeah. But now all of a sudden on Wednesday night, I have to, and I'm leaving in 12 hours. Yeah. I got to scramble and try to find a hotel. And you're trying, just like you were saying, yeah. all the hotels in spring training, they're all 800 bucks yeah. or anything somewhat affordable because I knew we weren't going to be in there very long. Dude, they're talking about, you know, shit on the, on the floor and cockroaches and drug deals and everything else. I've never booked an Airbnb. Talked about yeah. one time. David booked an Airbnb, 500 bucks, stayed for three nights in Scottsdale. Amazing. Cool. It was great. So we got in, got checked in. It was great. And I said to, Dave, uh, said to Jack, I go, dude, let's try to make a run and go see the Rangers right now. I go on my phone, bought tickets, 15 bucks, and we saw. At surprise, right? At surprise, Rangers and yeah. A's. Nobody there. Yeah. About uh, fifth inning, we cruise over. Boach! During hey. the game, he got his attention. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Hey. Hey. So I go down to say hi. Well, here comes everybody trying to get yeah, autographs. You know, fans are disgusting. <laughs> but uh, but after the game, yeah. you know, I see him walking. I go, Boach, let me get a picture with Jack. He met Jack at wearing me. He goes, hell yeah. So I got that picture. Yeah. And I said to Jack, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit about the hotel. I don't give a shit about the Airbnb. Man, this is great. Yeah. Uh, this is just great. So, Dave, we just, we had so much fun, man. We went into downtown Glendale that night, right by yeah. by State Farm. He He's a stadium guy like yeah. you and I. He wanted to see everything. That's why I stayed right across the street from the State Farm Stadium. Yeah. So, we went right there, kind of that whole yeah. entertainment district, yeah. right? And we're like... Top golf, the whole deal. Yeah. yeah. How did the Coyotes blow this? Yeah, like, exactly It's such right. a cool area. And then, uh, so we got up Friday. We went out to Tempe, saw Padres and Angels. Yeah. Great seats right behind home plate. And then uh, Friday night, we just went out, fucked around, had fun. We went downtown Phoenix. Saturday, we saw uh, Padres Rangers again. Yeah. Saturday night, dude, Dan Williams... Sends me a text last week. He goes, hey, you're in for the Suns game. I go, come on. And Dan and his friend Frank, I can't thank these guys enough, man. My son loves the NBA. Dave, we're right off the right off the basket. Cool. 20 rows back. And uh, Durant didn't play, yeah. but he's there. We saw Embiid. Uh, we saw Embiid. We saw Chris Paul. Yeah. We saw Booker. I mean, it was a... Dave, we had so much fun. And then... Uh, and then yesterday we just got up and we we went to Padre Murphy's, watched the pods, got out, and we stopped in Yuma. And the thing that we did in Yuma that was really, really fun for me is I took my son to Desert Sun Stadium. And people are like, oh, why? Because, <laughs> because I was 15 when I went there. Yeah. And my son's 15. And you walk, man, and the, all the signs are faded. The scoreboard's yeah. all faded. But he had just been at Tempe. He'd just been at Surprise, these beautiful stadiums. And I said, dude, this is what it was, man. This is where I came when I was 15. And you could go right here and you'd see Garvey or you'd see Juan Bonilla yeah. or or Wiggins. And and you it was you and three other people. Yeah. And here's the water tower. And I'm just telling you, man, if you're a How parent. How long were you there for? 
uh, at what it's all chained up, yeah. you know, it's a soccer stadium now. Yeah. Um, we walked around, dude, we, we probably spent half hour, yeah. 45 minutes walking around there, just checking it all out. And, uh, it's just one of those things, Dave. I don't, I don't know for you, but I mean, we played over there during the, during the whole pandemic thing. At Desert Sun? And so in that whole area, like the facility. Yeah. Because Ray you, couldn't, you couldn't play baseball. Yeah, you couldn't play baseball in California, remember? Oh, right. But you could play in Arizona. So we were driving to Arizona, Yuma, every goddamn weekend. Yeah, because from here, what is yeah. it? Two, 175 two miles. Yeah. Yeah. From my house, it's 175. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, for it's me. It's not bad. It's easy. It's it not is. like driving to L.A. where you're going, I might hit traffic. There's no traffic. Dude, none. And, uh... And Yuma itself is kind of funny, right? Yeah. The, the back kind of, I think that's probably exit one. And it's it's old school, like it used to be. The Shiloh Inn and all that. But then you go exit two, yeah. where Cracker Barrel and all those different things yeah. have, have the come Del Taco. In. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so different than it used to be. Yeah. And uh, and just doing that. And we cruised home last night. when I, dude, It was unbelievable. That's cool. Yeah, I, I just did you uh, see that stretch the hundred miles I was talking about? We just sit there and just go straight through, like literally Jack could have driven it. Well, and we're driving. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm driving. I'm almost to Yuma, and I said to Jack, "I go look. This is the stretch, but I love what Stevie Verissimo told us, which was eight year great, nine year mine." And I go, dude, I ain't driving ninety through here. <laughs> and so I'm like, let's go eat in Yuma. You see people passing you like at a hundred? Not, yeah, but yeah. not crazy. Yeah, not crazy. I mean, it was pretty funny. And uh, That's so funny. And so then I'm driving, and I see one car pulled over, like a gray car pulled over. I go, "Fuck! I wonder how fast they were going." That's yeah. crazy. And we get into Cracker Barrel, start playing the peg game, or ordering, and we get a text from Erica. That's got a ticket in Yuma. I go, were you in a gray car? Yeah. <laughs> I go, fuck, I just drove by you. She was going like 88. Oh, wow. And the cop came out of nowhere. Yeah. But, um, man, I, w- I would just say for, for parents out there, and it, it doesn't matter whether it's your son or your daughter, if they're into the Padres, like, hey, don't do what I did. Make sure you book your hotel for the yeah. right room or for the right month. But... It's so much fun. The one thing we're going to do different next year is, and, and I had bought tickets in Surprise thinking we're going to stay in Surprise. Holy fuck, that's a pain in the ass to get out. It to. is. And so. It is. Because we stayed, we we're really close. Surprise to t- sucks, dude, doesn't it? Like um, the stadium's fine, but the area is like, dude, I would not want to live in Surprise. Yeah, there was a whole lot, but you're close to Glendale. Yeah, I, I, I like Glendale. I'm one of the few guys I think I actually like Glendale. And yeah, I mean, went back. We went into Peoria yesterday. It was cool. Yeah, and I mean, but dude, guys selling tickets yesterday for seventy five a ticket. That's crazy. When Manny plays two innings and and Soto yeah. plays two innings, like oh, we weren't doing that. Um, but what I said to Jack is, I said, hey, what's your thinking on if we come next year and we stay kind of centrally located within a pretty short radius? And uh, and maybe we see the Giants play the Cubs, or we go see the White Sox play the Dodgers. Yeah. We'll definitely see the Padres play one day in Peoria. But I mean, it was fun to go see the Pods. But then all of a sudden, you're seeing guys in the game in the fifth inning. You have no idea who any of these dudes of are. And so, 
still fun to see the Angels, but Shohei doesn't play, yeah. Trout doesn't play. Um, so I think that's going to be our play next year is try to see new ballparks. Yeah. Try to see a couple of different teams, but I uh, appreciate you asking, Dave. It's so fun. Something he and I have talked about doing for a long that's time. Cool. And, yeah, he got out of the car and he was like, man, that was great. And then this morning he's texting me, yeah, yesterday at this time. <laughs> we were just heading out. And he's like, thankfully on Friday we'll be on our way to WrestleMania. But he's like, yesterday at this time, or he was like, uh, Saturday at this time, we're at the Ranger game. Week ago Saturday at this time, I was in Cozumel, and now I'm in my goddamn math class. This sucks. <laughs> Is spring break's over? Spring break's over. Oh, yeah. fuck. I got you. But that- did you, were you, um, I mean, the Dodgers, I was telling him, I go, dude, it was so much different. The, when you and I were over there, yeah, the Dodgers weren't there. Dodgers and White Sox weren't there. Dodgers, White Sox, yeah. were the Indians there? They in Goodyear or the Reds and so Reds. Okay, so the obviously the Guardians and the Reds play in in Goodyear. Which yeah, is, I, to me it's the it's the worst one out of all of them. The worst complex. It's just not as nice. They're all nice, but it's not as nice. As yeah, the, the Dodgers White Sox. It's crazy. Nice. Here's the the crazy thing. When I go like in June, I'm supposed to go this year again, but it's it's awesome that my kids get to play on the field. Yeah, you know, and beautiful. The, the, they're manicured so great, but it's weird. The Dodgers and the White Sox, the Dodgers fields are nicer than the White Sox fields. Really? And you think it's the same grounds crew because they yeah. work for the city of Glendale. Yeah. But for some reason, the Dodgers have nicer facilities. You know, mm-hmm. the Padres are nice. The Mariners are nice. You know, yeah. in Peoria, the whole deal. But the kids love it because the kids have done what your kids have done. You know, they sit go there out. and they go out and they're going, oh, my God, I'm on the same field right now as Manny Machado. Yeah. You know, and it, but it's 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 awesome. First time I ever saw Bryce Harper, 16. On the Padres field. All right, I have a question for you. Yeah. So I'm watching the Rangers. Yeah. Saw the Rangers play twice. Yeah. So much fun to see Boach back. Is it weird to see him in royal blue and Dodger colors? Yeah, and we were laughing because he's got a little hitch in his giddy-up. Yeah. You know, sitting on that folding chair, walking back and forth. And I said to Jack, this is one of our favorite people. Yeah. Has supported us for a long time. I'd like to do the same. Now, you go up to the team store, and everything says spring training, and it kind of shitty logos, whatever. (laughs) But I said to Jack, Boach had like a really cool, not really navy, but kind of a darker blue Rangers kind of lightweight hoodie. Okay. I said to Jack, I go, you know, I would buy that, but I kind of like watching the Angels. We're going to Angel games. And I go, and what happens if he leaves in two years? What am I going to do with that fucking thing? (laughs) Right? When they hire Randy Reddy. I mean, unless they hired Randy. But when they hire, you know, Ruben Niebla to be the manager, that'd be great for Ruben, but I don't know him. Yeah. So Jack said, yeah, you can't do anything. You just got to sit there like a stooge and cheer for your buddy. Dave, I mean, you you have gear. Would you at any point this year wear Ranger gear and support a Boach? I would. I hate to say it, I would. You know, yeah. because it's Boach. I mean, how many major league managers do you know? None. I mean, One. You do, that's not, well, I mean, nah, okay, so I know oh, two. Okay, well, ne- fuck, yeah. I like the Angels. I don't like Phil Nevin. I like. He was great to, to Jack and Kate at uh, the Winter Meetings. Yeah. Couldn't have been nicer. I like, uh, I like Aaron Boone. You know, oh, there I've, you know, go. I've yeah. known the Boone family a long time. I know Brett, but yeah. not Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, it's funny. I've never seen Brett wear Yankee gear. You know what I mean? And his brother's a guiding manager of the team. Yeah. But yeah, no, I understand supporting a friend. Yeah. Without a doubt. It'd be like if Boach was the head coach of fucking Providence basketball. You'd buy Providence shit. Yeah. No problem wearing your Rangers stuff. 
right, that's he cool. gave you a goddamn jersey from the World Series, you asshole. I love that. You can't support him by a fucking hoodie. I think I will. Jesus but it's so funny because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I uh, we're definitely going to Angels yeah. games this year. That's yeah. the one thing we really you got have. it. You got it. Okay, here, here. Speaking of that, I was going to bring this up. Right now, Josh and I, I'm Josh and I, Jeff and I have the Angels Dodger game on right now. Okay. We're watching yeah. the Freeway series. And they were talking about Otani. And okay. you know, you've always heard your whole life, you've heard Babe Ruth stories, right? Yeah. We all have. And you realize not only is Otani our Babe Ruth, he's better than Babe Ruth. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. When they were doing, ESPN was doing the, the top 10 players currently in baseball. And then they were listing, you know, all the guys and they're going, Otani's one. And it's not even close. They were like two through yeah. 10. You fucking fight it out. But he yeah. goes, Otani. And then they made the comment during the World Baseball Classic, the hardest hit ball was Otani. The wow. hardest pitch thrown was Otani. MVP yeah. was Otani. I mean, when you look at all this shit, you go, what the fuck are they even doing giving the MVP to Aaron Judge? You know yeah. what I mean? The guy is such a fucking freak and he's up the freeway. We're not trying to go see him. No. Because what say he signs with the Mets next year? Uh, You're gonna what the fuck was I doing? I had a chance to see Otani in person. Yeah, it, it, I'm looking right now because we're at WrestleMania this weekend. Yeah, it's their mom's birthday on the first. We're taking her to dinner again on the eighth, but on the ninth, the Blue Jays are there. Now that's another team I kind of watch because I'm there in three weeks. I go three yeah. weeks from tomorrow. Do you have any Blue Jay gear? I don't. But I've been to more Blue Jay games than yeah. I've been to Rangers games. And, uh, but they play um, a week from Sunday at home against the Blue Jays. Oh, there you go. Now, the train schedule, of course, no wonder Amtrak's broke. <laughs> they have a fucking train at nine that gets you there at 10, or they've got a train that gets you there at two. Oh, that's good. That's really fucking good. You got to sit in the parking lot till the gates open. Yeah, what are we going to do? Walk around, rub dirt on my kid's face, make him look sad. <laughs> I give him a free hot dog. But um, but I'm thinking about going up that Sunday. Now, yeah. Otani pitches opening day, and then he'd pitch, like, Wednesday. Okay. So I don't even know what the back end of their rotation is going to be. It's Otani and Sandoval and three guys named Joe, you got right? Tyler Anderson. Yeah, he'll be in the mix. Yeah. But he's so – but I think, Dave, with Trout – with Otani. Yeah. I mean, I jumped on today to try to buy single game tickets for the pods. Holy cow. Yeah. But you hey man, hey, that's the price of that's the price yeah. of fame. No, you get, you're not you, seeing yeah. You want Bogarts, you're gonna pay for it. Yeah, you want that? Huh? <laughs> that what you want? That what you want, Playboy? I guess you what a hundred percent. I do. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, I do. I was just like, all right. Yeah. This might be. Oh, you want Otani? Well, guess yeah, what? Yeah, that what you want? Huh? That's what I do. I'm willing to slap dick. Yeah, guy in the Padre ticket office. You just call me slap dick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts rolling up his sleeves. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa! You are agitated. <laughs> Calm down. Um, but I just said. You know, I mean, we kind of learned our lesson over the yeah. weekend, and it's what I've, I've said a lot. When you go out, you pay 50 bucks to sit behind home plate. There's yeah. no Trout. There's no Otani. There's no Bogarts. Uh, you go, okay. Uh, all right. And I I said to Jack, I could do, our entire year is going to be game time. Yeah. Where it's 
Musgrove against fill in the blank and Bogarts and, and Manny and Tatis are in the lineup and dude, I could get two tickets. We can have great seats or we can get three. Kate will go with us. You guys want to go and it's just going to be pull the trigger at three 30. I'm just not buying them in advance anymore. Yeah. I'm with him. But, uh, and great to see Tatis. I saw Tatis at home run. Oh, I saw that. Yes, yeah, yeah. dead center, right? Off his front foot. <laughs> Off his front foot, Dave. Amazing, amazing. So, okay, are you going to opening day? I'm not okay. because because uh, Friday. Rain. Out. That's what I say. It's a good decision you did it. It's like seventy percent chance of rain. Yeah, and and I can't get him out of school. I'm already pulling him out on Friday, and so no, I'm not. Um, I don't know when our first game would be. Trust me, man. There's a part of me thinking. You know, that drive wasn't too bad. We could go for the 21st and go watch Tatis play against the Diamondbacks. And I'm like, no, yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. Um, so, yeah, I'll figure something out. But it, unfortunately, I don't think because I go to Toronto for 10 days at the end, like schedule doesn't match up. I don't think I can get over there um, probably into like May, yeah, which is a drag. And then we're going May 5th, you and me. Oh, yeah. You and I are going. That'll yeah. be fun. Um, but trying to get Jack over there. Yeah. Um, and then I think we should know something Wednesday. By the time we get in here Wednesday night to do another show, we should have an idea for streaming for a lot of you that have YouTube TV, yeah. Hulu, any of those, because Diamond slash Bally's did not make their payment. and But they know the Padres are going to have huge ratings. And so for a lot of these teams, like... <laughs> Uh, the Diamondbacks and others, they've been like, yeah, kick kick rocks, you can do whatever. But they're going to drag it out with San Diego right to the end. But we should have an idea because the Padres want everybody to be able to see the game on Thursday. If you have DirecTV or cable, yeah. you should be fine. I got a the, deal for you, TV-wise. Let you, me hear it. Only for you. All right. Okay, this is from our buddy Woody, Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to share it with the audience, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what Jeff ha has coming if you want to follow this along. Okay. First of all, what he told me, fuck, tell Jeff, fuck you. I like sticks. Oh, he would. Only a fucking mailman would like sticks. Get your shit together, Woody. Then here's the deal. Listen to this shit. Okay. He has a deal for you for $160 a year. Okay. Okay. Everything you want to watch. 160 oh, Every Padre game, every NFL game, every NBA game. Every fucking movie. Like, he literally showed me. He came in here. Yeah. Pulled up his iPad. Every I told him I was here tonight, but I think he's coming by Wednesday. All the movies that were in the movie theater. Dude, currently in the theater. Fucking access to it. But now, can I run that? Yeah, through like, goddamn TV. <laughs> through my Roku? Yep. No shit. Yeah, so I'm not going to say it on the show. I'm sorry, no. people. Unless Woody <laughs> gives the go-ahead. But, dude, 160 bucks. He texted me and said, hey, I got an app to show you. He does. And it, it got showed, everything? Every fucking thing you could possibly watch. HBO, Showtime, you, the whole fucking thing. Well, let's see if he goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and if he does <laughs> What he's like, I'm in a six by six yeah. cell, but guess what? Guess what? I, I watched the whole new season yeah. of Succession. Sunday ticket, all the baseball games, you name it. No kidding. No fucking kidding. Yeah. Uh, did you watch Succession last night? Okay, I'm glad you brought it up. I haven't seen it. Okay, I'm, okay. I'll just say this. Succession's in its final season, season four. How many episodes? Is it just one at a time? It's one at a time. Fuck! God damn it. Let me, let me tell you. I love that show, the me first too. two seasons. I was disappointed in season three. Yeah. And yesterday, dude, I'm disappointed. Really? 
And I was like, thank God it's You know the they're going to rally big, though. I hope so, because, man, it's the same, it's the same shit. All the time. Every, the, How's Tom? There are four fuck... Oh, God. There are four fuck-offs every, every show. Yeah. And damn, damn, Macaulay Culkin's little brother... Kieran. Talks about jerking off four times a show. Uh, it's the same lines. Like, who's writing this shit? It's lazy, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I want you All to right. see it and tell me what All you right. think. Did you watch that uh, Harrison Ford show? No, I'm watching. I've been trying to get someone. I've been Rita won't watch it with me. I've been saying, dude, I, and she everyone keeps telling it. me it's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I watched, uh, we watched it late night in Arizona. The Waco shit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. God dang. I got to tell you, Dave, you watched this. There's a woman there at the front. She's got a couple of questions. Yeah. I told Jack, I go, I'd probably probably take her out of the bar. (laughs) (laughs) My kid thinks I need to be committed. Oh, my God, dude. That's so funny. Yeah. Hey, come on. We'll talk a little David Koresh. (laughs) I'll be interested. And then, uh, who knows? Let's throw the dice. Oh, my God. Dude, now I got a weird call today from my kid. It was that school shooting that oh, was on the news. Dude. I was just down the street from Josh. Ah, oh, fuck. That was crazy, man. You know, look, it just, I told you, I've said this, and I and I haven't seen it yet. I'll go home and I'll see it tonight. You see the ages yeah. involved, right? And if, and if you don't think there's a fucking problem, then a lot of you don't. Uh, holy fuck, man. Holy fuck. I, I said to Dave... When the 1090 thing ended, and that first week, I had to drive Jack and Cade to kindergarten, December. They had just turned five. And I'm driving them to Rolando Elementary, and I remember just being so pissed. I was so pissed about the whole situation. And you're seeing parents walking kids in, and I'm like, well, this isn't going to be me. You know, I'm only doing this temporary. We had... um, My wife's best friend was their nanny, and she usually dropped them off. And I was like, you know, I'm just doing this for now. My kids were stoked, you know, five. I'm walking them in. Their kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Crawford, just the coolest person on the planet. And I do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, grumbling each day. And Friday, I drop them off, and I said, all right, I'll see you guys later. I love you. And I go home, and I turn on the news. And it was the day of Sandy Hook. Yeah. And those kids were kindergarten kids. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, what a fucking asshole I am. What a fucking asshole. I have the ability to take my kids to school, drop them off, see their buddies, see the other parents, see the teachers, see the staff, say thank you. And it, it literally changed everything. And that was... You know, I'm lucky where where people have said to me, oh, man, you do so much with your kids. I like it. And I still think we probably would have. But that day, people talk about, oh, this day changed my life or that day changed your life. And you go, oh, okay. Uh, That is absolutely no joke. I was such an arrogant fucking prick. And then that day happened. And I said, man, every minute of every day, because those little kids at Sandy Hook were the same age as Jack and Kate. And I said, I will never again, ever, uh, ever do anything but be incredibly grateful for every minute that I have to spend with them. And that's a lot of why uh, every chance we get to do as much as we can, we do it. Yeah. Because 
I mean, I, I, I mean, I was still sitting here. I looked to the left where Jake Palais would yeah. sit, right? And Dave doesn't have that. Then and yeah, so when I see the ages of those kids today, it just—it's such a fucking hard punch. It it sucks. I was, and the staff too. I, yeah, I can't over those staff that are there. I love those kids like they're their own and do everything. Yep. They're just goddamn. It just—it's. Well, as I was saying to Josh, the sad thing is, like I go might stay a major store in Nashville for a while, but yeah. around the country it will be over in two days. Yeah. And I go, we spend so much time, look, I don't want to get political, but we spend so much time all of a sudden worried about dra- drag queens. Yeah. But yet the number one death for kids is shotguns. I mean, is gunshots. And you just go, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I never thought it would get to this point, especially after Columbine. But it was to hear even a kid, meaning my kid, tell me this yeah. is down the street. Fuck. That was fucking nuts. And then I'm following yeah. the story and it's completely sad. And I hate to say it, we've seen it a bunch of times and we're going to see it again. I told you I got a buddy from work um, that I met in Chicago at the National. Yeah. And he was on the campus at Parkland. And he stayed a friend, you know, however many years that's yeah. been now, four years, I guess. And, uh, and you know, there's people that come out, you know, the, the kids that have spoke, uh, the fellow students at Parkland. Yeah. And people have the balls to rip that kid. That's ridiculous. Right, it's ridiculous. Or he's saying he's he's yeah. upset because his friends passed away, yeah. and you got adults that are ripping this kid yeah. who has the courage to stand up and speak and do that. And all he wanted to do was just go to high school with his buddies and do his thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that kid's the problem, right? Sure it is. And by the way, here's yeah. one other thing. Sorry about Nashville, but I do want to mention this too tonight before we get out of here. The NFL Network today fired Jim Trotter. Yeah. Jim Trotter is the guy that for two years stood up at the Super Bowl press conference and asked Roger Goodell about the lack of diversity in upper management in NFL media. And Roger Goodell, the robot that he is, a year ago said to Jim, well, Jim, you know, we're looking into it, and that's an interesting question, and We're doing a lot of things to get better at a lot of different levels of our operations, Jim, and I I appreciate you bringing that up. And then a couple of months ago, Jim stood up again and said to the guy who technically is his boss. Yes, that's the key point. Said again. Yes. Looked him in the eye and said, Roger, we stood here a year ago. Yes. And I told you about the league where 75% of the players are black. Yet where I work at NFL Media, there's nobody, no editors, no news directors, yep. nobody in upper management of color. You told me a year ago you were going to look into it, but nothing's changed. And Roger, well, Jim, you know, we're here. And Jim's lack, look of disgust on his face told you everything. Yes. And so what I tweeted today was, So the problem is not the lack of diversity within NFL media. The problem is the guy who asked about lack of diversity within NFL media. I talked to Jim this morning. Yeah, Jim is Jim is one of my favorite guys on the planet. I know he's one of yours. He's. I told him. I said, dude, for for what he and CS did for me at a lot of different times in my life. I said, hey man, it's just kind of a a friend checking in on a friend. But I said, you're like family to me. CS was family to me, and and. I said, you cool? He goes, yeah, I'm great. Yeah. And, it, and, and it'll he, be great. Where was that next? Well, I don't want to go too far down the road, 
but Jim's an incredibly smart guy. Yeah. And what Jim said to me today was, they're playing checkers, Jeff. Yeah. And I said, I know. I go, but I'm, I'm checking in on you. And uh, so he's traveling. Uh, he's got a family member getting married. Good. And he's going to Jamaica. And then I'm traveling. But he will come in here. Yeah. He lives down the street. And uh, I just, you know, man, when a guy looks you in the eye and says, well, we got a problem. And, and I know a lot of people picked it up today and, and called it out. But I said to him, I said to Jim today, I said, uh, now, you know what would be cool, man? I said, if at Super Bowl next year, if somebody stood up and said, for two years, Jim Trotter asked about lack of diversity. It'd be great if Jim asked it as not an employee of the NFL. That's exactly what Jim said. Yeah. He goes, I don't need anybody to ask it. Yeah. I'll ask it. Hey, Roger, now that I'm not there, yeah. let me ask you for the third year. Dude, yeah. 100%. So here, here's the thing, man. When I wonder, I, Dave, there's such a petty league oh, that I, I could see them fucking with his credential. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you know, so we always say, you know, you poke the bear. Yeah, here's the here's the deal. Yeah, Jim, not only are you and I fans of Jim, if anyone who's ever met Jim, you've heard Jim on the radio, you've seen him on TV. Dude, he's crazy fucking smart. Yeah, like, like dude, you aren't gonna win. You aren't gonna be smarter than Jim Trotter. Like, right. Like, man, you must have a hell of a <laughs> right. brain to be smarter than Jim because he is crazy smart. Like, he's one of those guys. You be careful about what you say because he's gonna have the facts to fucking bury you. Right. The deal is, we know he was poking the bear, and he kind of knew he was poking the bear. Yeah. And when he when he announced that his days were over. You're sitting there going, I know exactly how this played out. You do too. Yeah. His boss, which is Roger Goodell, went to someone and, and said, said, I'm done with this guy embarrassing me. Exactly. Wait, doesn't this guy work for us? And why, why does he embarrass me every fucking year? Who gave him the mic? Costa did. That's so it's like, yeah. And Jim knew what the outcome was going to be. Well, you could see in Jim's face, yeah, yeah. as Goodell's yeah. rambling. And just the absolute pure disgust. And I said to him today, I go, look, you may have known at the time. I said, I think I said to Dave, well, he's done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I said, there's not really much point in me calling yeah. you going, hey, man, I loved you on NFL Network. Yeah. What are you going to do next? Yeah, what's next? Because if you went into your boss tomorrow, let's say a big company meeting. Yeah. You waited for everyone to show up. Hey, you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you the same thing next but, time we're all together. Yeah. Your boss revenge is like, get the fucking guy out of here. You right. tell HR, this guy's a pain in my ass. But the great thing is, Dave, I work at a place where that's not a problem. Uh, where we have not. where we have not. diversity in upper management. Jim's not wrong. They just Roger Goodell doesn't want to be embarrassed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody <laughs> makes about? him more uncomfortable than a guy he's paying. I mean, that's basically the way Roger Goodell yeah. looks at it. This guy works for me. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Um, and, and I was like, as soon as that happened, Jim knew what the outcome was going to be, man. But as you do said, you, do you Jim, have access? Jim's I didn't bring great. my phone in. Do you have access to Twitter right there? I do. Uh, I put it on my phone. Can you look at the, I said to Jim, I said, the last line that he said in his tweet, I told him was brilliant. And I said, I said, I hope people don't just skip over that because it says something about the lessons learned over the last five years have been affirmed. And, and I go, dude, that that's like you said, Dave, when you've been friends with him, when you've admired him for a long time. Um, but I said, okay, here's his line. 
Let me hear I the last the, line. I thank the NFL Network and NFL.com for the lessons learned and affirmed over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's that's a lot there. And and I saw somebody else um, retweeted it and pointed out that last line. But when you read that, as Dave stated, spot on, he's a brilliant guy. He chooses his words carefully. And I thought the last line of that was incredibly telling. He knows. Yeah. And we all should know. Yeah. But uh, then he goes, hey, what's up with fight night? When are we going back up? <laughs> so he uh, he clearly is. He's cool. He's in a good place. Um, love and support of his family and his peers. But, yeah. I mean, and it's just the NFL continues to be what the NFL is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's what the NFL is, and man, they're just a huge, huge powerhouse, man. As far as everything that that goes on, Jim, I have no doubt will be absolutely okay. And this, I would say, things work out for a reason. One thing I want to mention because you brought it up about time with your kids and and everything. Mm-hmm. Jeff shared what 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 a great time that both him and Jack will never forget. I listened to the Bustin' with the Boys podcast. I tell you, oh yeah, they had a guy on there. He's he's a comedian. He's been in Hangover. He was an old school. If you saw him, you know who he is. Um, and he dropped a line the other day that I thought was interesting. I've been thinking about it. He's hundred percent right. Maybe this stage in our life, you and I feel this way. Maybe people who think money is more important, they think different, but he goes, um, the key to being successful in life is to measure yourself by the measurables, mm. meaning being a good dad, mm. being, you know what I mean? Being, being yeah. the best person to be the, being a good friend, being the person people are going to remember you as when you die. Yeah. The things that you can't measure is what you have to be great at. Yeah. Not the things you can measure. I like that. And so yeah. I, I, anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. By the way, they dropped <laughs> two lines on there. Maybe laugh out loud yesterday. I'm sitting there listening to this shit. Yeah. And they're talking about Theo Vaughn. They were trying oh, yeah, to, he's they're, great. they're trying to do a, they wanted to prank him back because they, they <laughs> yeah. got him. And the first guy goes, this is what we got to do. We got to burn his house down. Jesus Christ. Goes, not when he's in it, but we'll burn his house down. It'll be fucking hilarious. And oh, yeah. I, and I'm like, what the fuck? Who says right. that? And the other guy follows up with, this is what we do. We get his girl pregnant and then not tell him for 18 years. So he has to make all the payments. I'm like, Jeff and I are sick fucks, but we've never, ever thought those doing, two things. We're not doing either of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny you just said that, Dave, about, you know, the intangibles and the little things. We got out of the Padres Ranger game about the seventh inning. And I said to Jack, I go, look, it's all minor leaguers. I got an idea. You want to get the fuck out of here? He goes, all right. What are we going to do? I go, you'll see in a minute. So uh, Erica was there. We said, hey, we'll see you later. We cut out, and I saw this place in Glendale. Did you ever go to a place called Fat Cat's? In no, Glendale? No, never have. Dude, it's the size of a Costco. It's huge. Yeah. And it's a movie theater, it's an arcade, and it's a bowling alley. And just awful bowling alley food. So goddamn fun. We went bowling. Oh, cool. And I said to Jack, I said, you know, as much fun as we had at spring training, walking around downtown, going to the Suns game, seeing Boach, everything else. I said, I really do think one of the things I'll remember the most about this trip is just you and me bowling, talking shit, 
because he killed me the first game, and I said, they just oiled this floor. Yeah. They just oiled it. My game's clearly been impacted. He's like, what? <laughs> and, then, and then I said, uh, these shoes are too tight. What? Shut up. And it's just, you know it, right? Yeah. Nobody will call you on your shit faster than your kids. And nobody will do it with more satisfaction than your kids. Yeah. And so we're tied game apiece. We're going to the third game. We're terrible. You know, we're watching the guy next to us. He's doing the hit, the hook move. And I go, look, let me give you a little thing. If I ever do that, we don't have to hang out. And uh, I don't need to learn how to do that. You know, where you hold the ball yeah. by your hip. Yeah, that's how I bowl. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. You got a little too much. <laughs> My own ball, a Raider ball. Well, that's all right. <laughs> but uh, there's just some guys yeah. in there at Fat Cats in Glendale that are taking it a little too seriously, you know? <laughs> Chris Schenkel's not walking through the door. And uh, and this son of a bitch, dude, he's gutterballing like crazy, and I'm like, I'm going to catch you. And this fucking guy in game three, the deciding game, yeah, spare, spare, strike, spare, spare. Dress. Beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Beat me total pins by like 111 oh, pins. Fuck. Just... Dude, he Peter mcneely to me right there. <laughs> and it couldn't have been better, man. So, yeah, that guy, he's spot on. Find it. I mean, doesn't mean you have to go to spring yeah. training, but go to the boardwalk or wherever. I don't even know. Bolero, I think, is out in San Marcos. Take your kids bowling, man, and just have fun or do whatever because, yeah, it, it was yeah, it was an absolute blast That's for cool. four days. That's and then we got cool. WrestleMania coming up. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, here we go. Uh, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams, <laughs> Jeff already mentioned him as far as what a great guy he was. He hooked him up with Suns tickets. Dan's not going to do that for you, okay? But Dan's going to help you out in better ways than that even. Dan's going to help you with your money and your finances. I hate to say it, so many people right now are really concerned about finances. As far mm -hmm. as I know, in the last five years, more than ever, people are freaking out right now about being in debt, about the economy, about how much money they make and how much things cost all of a sudden. Here's the deal. You can contact Dan at 858-688-6813. It's 858-688-6813. Also, don't forget savewithdan.us. Also, the Saveology free app, normally $100 service for free. Retirement savings, a way to make your life easier. But talk to Dan, man. He is really the best call you're going to make. I'm telling you, it's going to take a lot of pressure off. If you're one of those guys that's not sleeping because you're worried about your finances, don't do it anymore. Give Dan a call. Yeah. First thing I'll tell you is make sure you check the right month when you book a hotel. Oh, Jesus Christ. Pay 400 bucks. That would have been good advice. I would have said, yeah, that sounds great, Dan. I'll do it. And then I would have booked it for February anyways. Um, but it, his pal, my son Jack called him out a year ago for leaving the Red Wings game early. Yeah. He goes, where are you going? So Dan and Jack have a very strained relationship at this point, but they find each other very amusing. But Dan, you'd be very happy. I went... Uh, Dave, we went to Marley's on Saturday night. Yeah. We go to Marley's after the game. We're hanging out, and it, it's funny because anybody who's been down there, if you went in the 80s or 90s, man, Marley's was the place to go. And now there's a whole new entertainment district. But I said, my son was cool. I said, hey, man, let's go here. A lot of fun nights here. He goes, yeah. So we had food was fine. Service was fine. I said, hey, man, you want a shirt from here? Like, you want anything? Like, just something to take home? No. Yeah. No. Goes, Let's go check them out. And I, I don't know. I thought they were fine. Dave, I was that guy when when traveling. 
when I was a kid, man, I love getting shirts from everywhere. Yeah. Then the next day, we're at Padre Murphy's. And again, we're betting the dogs, betting the one dog, watching uh, watching uh, Aztecs having a blast. Food's great. Laughing. Hey, man, you want a shirt from Padre Murphy's? This is where Dave used to blow the cigar <laughs> smoke into the ceiling fan. Nah, Dad, I'm cool. This has been great. I'm cool. He un- absolutely understands borrow smart, repay smart. And it's we said... I said, hey, one of the reasons why we're able to go to WrestleMania next week is that I'm not paying 65 bucks to go watch another spring training game. Yeah. We're going to tuck that money aside. So, yeah, it's all about making sure that your bills are paid, your insurance is paid, your rent's paid, your car payment's paid, but then you can start doing the things you want to do. Maybe it is a new car. Maybe it's financing for a new home. And also, at the same time, having a little bit of disposable income to go out and celebrate those moments with your kids. Nobody can help you do that faster and better than Dan. 858-688-6813. Brian Curtis, you want to talk to when it comes to real estate? A lot of people right now are interested in selling their homes and getting the most for it. The only guy to talk to is Brian Curry. Brian, again, is the guy that has won a ton of awards over the last 30 years. Also, don't forget, Brian and Dan are now working together. Call Brian not only about selling your home, but also about where's the next place you're going to live. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I found the perfect house for you, Dave. I saw it. We were driving. You've seen this house. And I said, man, I got to get Brian Curry on this. Dave's looking to move, settle down. <laughs> uh, it's about 40 to 60 miles east of El Centro. And it was just that one random ranch house yeah. out there in the horizon. Yeah. Who built that house? Some jerk off. What are you doing out there in that house? <laughs> Collecting rattlesnakes, building belts. I have no idea. What do you do? That's what I said to Jack. I go, can you imagine? I go, can you imagine living out here? Uh, unbelievable. So if that's where you want to live out in total isolation, yeah, you probably do it in Ramona, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to drive all the way out to El Centro. What are you, what are you getting out there? Forget it. But uh, are there any communities, Dave, that you would live in? In the greater Phoenix area. Knowing the weather, could you live there? It's funny, because right now, if you went, it's nice. Yeah, it was great. When I go in June, it's going to be 122. It Every is day. Welcome 122. to hell. 122. Yeah, welcome to hell for about four or five months. Yeah, what's it like? At, what's it like at night? It's fucking soul. It's hell. It's awful. It's terrible. It never stops, right? It never stops. Scottsdale's the only place to live if you can afford it. Yeah. But for some reason, they decided these rocks are nicer than the rocks in Peoria, so Scottsdale's the nice area. I think the thing you learn on a visit is you go and you say, man, this is beautiful. And then as Dave just pointed out, but in about two months, it's not going to be 75 during the day. It's going to be 275. You know what? San Diego's not bad. Not bad. And nobody can help find a better place for you, for your family. You may not be living in uh, Coronado. Yeah. Like Juan Soto and Manny Machado, but maybe you could be. Yeah. Depending on where you are, where your finances are at after Dan gets you squared away, give Brian a call. Dave won't have to move to El Centro, <laughs> but Brian's going to help him find a perfect home here in San Diego. I'll find mine, and you can find yours as well. Taylor May Pools, don't forget well, Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Ask about available financing, best pools you've ever seen. I don't know if you saw the one that Alan just finished for himself. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. You got to check it out. Yes. On, on, yeah, you got to see it. It is incredible. I'm sure it's on his website. With you the can slide? Check that out. I think there are two slides. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. 
the dogs in there fucking having yeah. a blast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, incredible. Alan Taylor can build you a pool that no one else has ever seen. People will come to your house and go, I've never seen an idea like this before. It is completely different than anyone else. More than 20 years in the business. Alan is great. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. When I was a kid, they had a place down the street called the Cloverleaf Motel. Yeah. I don't know why, but we thought it was pretty cool because the pool was shaped like a cloverleaf. Yeah. That's a boring the hell i know the guys at taylor made pools are like really that's what excited you come on go to davenjeffshow.com look at the sponsor page look at a few of those pictures you easily amused simps <laughs> look at these you dummies figure it out and then uh find out for yourself what you want gonna rain on thursday as dave mentioned but we are starting to get i mean Pretty wild, man. Opening day is finally here. Spring is here. Yep. So good. Summer's right around the corner. So get on Alan's calendar. Get that gorgeous tailor-made pool built in your backyard. And, uh, you know, I would dedicate a pool to Kathleen Bade. But I have so much love and respect for her and her husband, Jeff. But I was so just flat-out disgusted by your rude comment. As I'm on the campus of ASU, and there's two people that we know with ASU ties. Coronado I know a shitload Pete. of them, but yeah. Everyone Coronado I know Pete. Arizona State, yeah. And Kathleen Bade. Yeah. So I'm in this great bar. I'm with Jack. We're watching State upside, uh, Upset Alabama. And I said, hey, I'm here in Zips, having fun, looking for Pete and Kathleen. And you go, well, good luck finding them. They graduated a thousand years ago. <laughs> right. That. When it felt like it, it's the way a lot of a lot of us took it. Well, she took it. Yeah, she didn't like it. <laughs> no, she didn't. And I said, hey, you can't go and hang out as alumni. She goes back. She looks like she graduated two years ago, but not in Dave's eyes. You better get those glasses fixed, pal. <laughs> Magoo. So, uh, no, we won't. But we'll just. We'll have a plaque dedicated to her. Like it. Yeah. She's great. All right. Kyle Fluger. Jeff just mentioned DaveAndJeffShow.com, and he's done a ton of websites, and look, he can fix yours as well. We tell you all the time. Kyle just finished one and did a great job for Nicole Eggert. I don't know if you nice. saw it. PerfectlyTwistedPod.com. You can check it out and see what the work he has done. But he has worked his ass off the last six months. I told you guys, get on his calendar, man. He's become extremely popular. Kyle Fluger's number is 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Uh, the importance of a good website is so, so good. Today, uh, just looking around, trying to find everything from angel schedules, yep. right, Padre schedules, and not every one. I mean, you can always go to MLB.com, but there's a handful of others that do it. And, yep. and so, yeah, if your website is not quite delivering it the manner you want we talk so much from a business standpoint but you can have a personal website as well maybe it's for your families yep uh dave there's this one twitter account i don't know how i fell into it or who sent me the link to it but the twitter account is why everybody should have a duck and it's nothing (laughs) it's nothing but ducks fucking around with the cat the dog just having a great time and it's the funniest shit ever yeah. But they're on Twitter, and I don't know if they have a website, but they should. So, yeah, whatever you're doing uh, to get people to know your brand or to know what you're doing, it, Flukes can help you get more people there. 
There we go. All right, here we go. We're going to knock these out. How old are they and how much are they worth? My phone's okay. blown up because i got a fire to put out. Uh-oh. All right, here we go. We're going to go uh, March 27th. Well, okay. Mariah Carey. I like Mariah Carey. I tell you what, one of the she's great talents. She's a hornet. Huh? She's mean. They say she's mean as fuck, dude. Well, uh, come on. It's all right. It's a big drink of water. Yeah, tall drink of water. I like it. Healthy. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey. It's a good one. Let's say she's 52. 54. Okay. Let's say 400 million. Close. 340 million. God. Okay, not too bad. Quentin Checks Tar- a lot of boxes. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. I think the age is going to throw people off. I'm going to say 64. 60. Okay. Uh, I don't know as a producer how much you make. I mean, he's been involved with a lot of popular movies. Yeah. I thought it would be more. All right. It's a lot, but I thought it would be more. I'll say 85 million. 120 million. Okay. God, for some reason, I thought it'd be a lot more. Yeah. All right. Here's one for March 28th tomorrow. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's great. I'm going to say... He's kind of fallen off. He hasn't been around for a while. No, he's been in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, he was great on that. I'll say he's going to be tomorrow 54. 52. Okay. Uh, Dude, he had to have made money. I'm going to say 90 million. 70 million, it says. Okay. Okay. Five random questions. Okay. What's the coldest you have ever been? Oh, man. Um... God, it was probably the last day I was in Toronto. Last yeah. trip out. Really? I your whole Dude, life, that blizzard. was the coldest. Got caught in a blizzard. Had this bullshit Columbia jacket that I bought yeah. at Big Five. Yeah. That had, uh, <laughs> you know, they put that stupid aluminum shit in there. And it's supposed to reflect your body heat. Well, yeah, yeah when it feels like it's 90 below, guess what? There's no fucking body <laughs> heat to reflect. It was snowing. And it was like this wet, sleet, hail. Yeah. Holy shit. It was so goddamn cold. And then you walk around and you got a bunch of people. Hey, welcome to Toronto. Yeah. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Get over here. You shove your face in this yellow snow. <laughs> hey. Uh, that's probably it. What about for you? Uh, first NFL football game I ever went to. It was the end of December. And uh, it was the Bengals and Browns. I was uh, at the very top of Riverfront Stadium. Oh, uh, man, was I freezing. It felt like yeah. I could have taken my shoe off and dumped my toes out. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was insanely cold. <laughs> That's Fuck. cold. God, was that cold. That's cold. That was bad. Yeah. All right. Do you eat food that is past its expiration date, but still smells and looks fine? <laughs> no. Me neither. I'm not Fuck doing that, that, dude. My mom was like, it's fine. Bladder. I go, no, it's not. I already lost the gallbladder. I'm not doing that again. No. Jesus. I do like that game, smelling it. Yeah. No. No, it's funny. There are certain things that if you smell it, you get a bad smell. You won't touch that food even if it's good for oh, years. Dude, there, there was a place in Solana Beach called the Jolly Roger. Yeah. And we had clam chowder there. Oh, we had clam chowder there one time. Fuck you up. Dude. Oh, I thought I was dead. <laughs> I didn't have it again for like five years. <laughs> And so Jolly Roger was yeah. great. Like one of the, I mean, they're all gone now, yeah. but at the time you remember those guys, yeah. they were a better San Diego restaurant. Ah, it crippled me. <laughs> the two worst foods to go bad. Yeah. Has to be milk and cottage yeah. cheese. Yeah. And I think milk goes bad. They, they just guess on that expiration date. Ah, what's today? Yeah. Cause you smell it. You're like, this has eight days to go. 
And this just smells like a sour sock. Do you, do you remember in uh, The Naked Gun where she's going through his refrigerator? She's like, Wong Lee's, they went out of business three years ago. <laughs> and he takes a whiff and he just passes out right on the floor and he's out. <laughs> Jesus. All right, here, here we go. Okay. What is the best thing to happen to you this week? Uh, best thing to happen was just uh, not get my ass kicked at bowling, but just putting that whole thing together. Yeah. Putting that whole thing together and having it just, just be better than I even visualized it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, if you look at this week, Friday, we're going to SmackDown and then The Undertaker's one-man show and all these different things. I, I just think, Dave, it's just, it's that chance for hanging out, seeing Cade last night. I haven't seen him very much. Been in Mexico, so just hanging with him for a little bit. But, um just getting that chance, man, to, to hang with them as much as I can and, and do those kind of things. But really, the wild one, uh, I don't know that it mattered to him, was but being at Yuma and yeah. going, man, I was a 15-year-old kid, and now I got this goofball. And and to be there and just walking, and he was great. Yeah. He just walked in and was like, tell me what happened. Is this where everything was? And, yeah, I think that was it. What about for you? To me, it was today, actually. It was uh – we beat Otay Ranch in a, in, a, hey, in, a, nice. in a big league game. And so uh, for us, our baseball team is bizarre as hell. We cannot field. Our ERA is like below two when we hit a home yeah. run every game and we have a losing record. And it's driving me crazy because we can't play defense. We okay. cannot throw the ball to fucking first base. It's How does that me happen crazy. when you have gold glove shortstops? And Benito I'm on Vista. my third one right now. I think third that's one. a coaching thing. <laughs> Dude, it's jinxed. It's fucking yeah. insane going on over it's there it's fucking insane man the hell are we doing out here? we're up five three like in the last inning oh no they start getting the jelly legs all we need to do is throw the ball to first we're oh. on the grass did we miss first base by 20 feet oh no oh no fuck how old are these kids they're high school kids like 18 years old they're seniors a lot of the kids the kids that messed up today were seniors and then i just sit there and go what the fuck and then what so the you're fuck? dying we scored five runs in the nice. last inning and that was uh that gave us a 10-5 win hey that's the barons we know yeah Fuck! It's been it's been. How's tough. that feel, Otai? It's you been- bullshit school. You recruit. It's <laughs> been tough. Man. You recruit. You get beat by <laughs> some noodle arm shortstop. I don't know if Otai recruits. There aren't schools that recruit. Fuck, that's for sure. Otai does not recruit. I don't Just think that, good I don't local think, kids. Yeah, I don't think they recruit. Then Dan's kid go there. Yeah, Dan's kid. Some of Trotter's kid. Trotter's kids went there. Is that right? Yeah. Well, hey. There you they go. ran into a, into a juggernaut. <laughs> the gutty parents. <laughs> do you have a back in the day moment where you go back in my day when you're talking to your kid? Uh, there's do no, you have one today with Yuma? I mean, it, yeah, but it was just fun. Yeah. You know, not, I try to really avoid the uh, lectures. Yeah. You know, back in my day, like, like if Canapa was their dad, hey, Tommy Nettles, you see him today. This is the greatest pass in the history of the NBA. And I'm like, there's not even a three point line on the court. <laughs> like, where do you find this video? Yeah, can you imagine? I meant to send him a picture. Should have done. God damn it! And it said, uh, "No smoking at Sun Desert Stadium." And I meant to take a picture of it and go. Another thing, Nick Canepa ruined. <laughs> and then we started talking. I forgot to do it, but I was going to send it to him and go. Here, here's another thing you fucked up, Nick. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, you could do the game. You know, hey, when I was a kid, I wasn't playing Madden. We were playing Mattel Electronics yeah. football, too. Oh, we were excited when we got the green one because we could actually You could pass. pass. Yeah, that yeah. one's just running. 
What the yeah. fuck kind of bullshit was that? <laughs> yeah. We loved it though. Yeah. And if you had one, yeah. you were pretty much Baron Trump. You were the rich kid on the block, man. You were the cool kid. And so, uh, but no, they don't care. Yeah. Nobody cares no, like, about right. anything. It's Tommy Lasorda was spot on. It's true. I, I just think his percentages were wrong. I think 5% don't give a fuck, and the other 95% are glad it's happening to yeah. you and not them. Yeah, I agree. Half the people don't care about your problems, or they're half or happy you have them, is what he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's 595. Do you All have right. one? No, nah, I'm not a back in the day guy because I, I, I just figure my kid turns me off. I just don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unless I mean, it's I'll something- share a story of my childhood, but I'm not yeah. going to make it sound like it was better. It definitely wasn't better. No, but I mean, the thing about Yuma spring training is you really did have access to players. Yeah. Okay, cool. But now you go sit in a thousand time better stadium. The food's better. Closer to the other competition. Imagine being in Yuma and you have to drive to a stadium to play, let's say the Giants. Yeah. they It's a far to, fucking drive, dude. Yeah. And it was um, the team from Japan would come in and they, they would be there. But yeah, I meant to ask Mud that. About like, I think it worked where the pods would basically be home for a week. Yeah. And then they'd be gone for a week. Yeah. And teams would have to come up and, but I mean, you weren't going to see, I mean, you were going to see all the Johnny bananas from the giants were playing all the double A and triple A guys. I don't, I don't remember seeing a whole lot of Robbie Thompson in Yuma. <laughs> Johnny LaMaster. Yeah. Johnny LaMaster. Kipe and Kruko. I don't think we saw a lot of those guys. I feel like we saw a lot of Ben Gallo. <laughs> All right, last one. Without officially knowing which country do you b- believe behaves the best? I was thinking about this during the World Baseball Classic. Mm. I'll go first, man, if you want. What yeah. do you think about it? It's Japan. Oh, yeah. Japan is insane. One. I yeah. mean, honest God, I, you almost wish everybody behaved as well as everybody in Japan. The fact that those guys right. clean the dugout when it's over, the game's over, the players. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like no one even played in the in the stadium yet. That's a great one. Because it's, I have a lot of friends in Canada. Yeah. And they're great. They are great. But they're pretty quick to tell us they're great. You're like, hey, hey calm down. <laughs> You're pretty comfortable with the word fuck. <laughs> calm down. Okay. Dave's right. That's a great call, Dave, because I would have said I got a lot of self-promoting fans and uh, self-promoting friends. You're right. When they do that, just basic manners, polite. Japanese players, the bow to the fans in Miami. The whole thing was cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like all that. Yeah, that's a good call. There you go. All right, are we coming back on Wednesday? Yeah, we'll see everybody Wednesday night. All right, perfect.
baby, top to bottom. Couple of times. Look at me. Backstreet door, I laughed so hard I 